Saved Chicks, it's your girl Day. I'm Denisa. This is Lauren. And I'm Ayana. And you're tuned into Saved Girl Secrets. Hey guys. Hey. Hey y'all, hey. Hi. Alright, so welcome to Saved Girl Secrets. Today we are going to get into a topic. That I think is is really good. I think this is going to be a dope conversation. I'm going to kick it to our girl, D-Nice. So we naturally just, you know, talk about random topics that we want to discuss. And I'm actually surprised that this one hasn't come up sooner for us. Yeah. I just feel like we're known to tackle topics that people don't discuss. Maybe we right. don't experience it. So, I mean, that's true, too. We can, we can talk about that because everybody doesn't experience it. But today's topic is rejection. I see it. I think everybody do experience rejection in some form. I mean, we can get into it. We, we can gonna, get into it. We don't get into it. I'm gonna. T- I just wanted to tell the people what prompted <laughs> the choosing of this topic. So I was minding my business, scrolling. I was on a little scrolling spree, you know, on Instagram, and I came across Brittany Nicole's page. Um, she is a actual certified doctor as well, but she was on a podcast. I know the Dear Future Wifey podcast is really popular. There's a dear future hubby as well. Is it by the same? It is. So Latarius, who created Dear Future Wifey, um, he doesn't host Dear Future Hubby. Jessica Nicole Reedy does, the gospel singer. Gotcha. However, he is over it. He's affiliated. Correct. So she interviews other people. And the person Mm -hmm. that she had on on, on the show was Brittany Nicole. And she was talking about the topic of rejection. Mm -hmm. And she said something that really just hit hard for me. And she was saying, like, if we are accepted by Christ why do we take rejection so hard and if we understand that there is free will right uh, when it comes to our personal lives we understand that there's a you know a free will for a person a job or whomever to not accept a service or us as individuals you know she just really broke it down and I was like oh my gosh that's so good yeah because I think anytime I hear topic or stories about rejection it's almost like someone was rejected and they took it hard mm-hmm. or it was this this thing that kind of like crushed them or it took a blow to their ego or you know just something that made them right. you know not feel good mm-hmm. but I ended up doing a little bit of research not a whole lot so but um the is what is it the American um, Psychological Association actually actually has a whole like rejection team and they just study mm. rejection and the effects of it and how like the feel. brain correct oh, correct wow. and apparently there are five stages of rejection but before I talk about the five stages I just it says social rejection increases anger anxiety depression jealousy and sadness Wow. And those are all emotions. So hey, can you say those again? Anger. Yeah, so social rejection. Uh-huh. And social rejection meaning like not being accepted by like social circles. Correct. Whether okay. it's your social status. Your church, your, basically. Right. Anything. Yes. Mm. But it said that it increases your anger, your anxiety, depression, jealousy, and sadness. Wow. And I know that those are all emotions that we all feel. So going back to you saying, you know, like, oh, I, you know, what if you don't experience that? But I'm sure you have experienced anxiety or, you know what I mean? Or maybe you have <laughs> Lauren said you ain't way, put that on me. Either way, those emotions Lauren come from a euphoria root right now, so she ain't seeing <laughs> nothing. I wish you could see her face. <laughs> I'm going to leave that where it is. 
I'm receiving the opposite of rejection. Come on, somebody. Acceptance. Right. Right. But it made me just think about how um, it's not necessarily that people probably take it so hard as much as it could be a tool that the enemy uses, Mm. you know. It's definitely a tool. Just those seeds of other things. Yes. Yes. Especially when it broke down, you know, what that looks like as far as your emotions go. So I did want to ask you all if you had experienced rejection and what that was like for you. But we know Lauren hasn't. No, I have. So I'm going to ask. I have. I ain't going to hold you. I have. Do you care to share or? Yeah. So I was five. And you know, like when people oh, be trying to pick people. You know, when people be trying to pick people for the team and you the last one. <laughs> I'm just joking. No, I definitely have. I think I've, I've experienced it as a child, you know, as a teen, definitely as an adult. Um, I've experienced it by being like released from a job. I think that's rejection in mm-hmm. a way. It is, yeah. Um, so I've, I've definitely experienced that, and it's it's definitely. Um, I will say for me, the rejection that I've received as an adult, thankfully, like it's been healthy for me. It hasn't been anything that made me feel like I wasn't worth it, or like that I wasn't um, devalued, or like my value had decreased in mm-hmm. some capacity. Like I didn't, um, I didn't, I didn't, uh, yeah, I did didn't feel that way. Did you just lose your train of thought? I did, I did. Wow. So, um, but yeah, it, I, I, and I feel like the reason that was is because I feel like my trust in God was just so heavy at that point mm-hmm. that I, I couldn't allow myself, I couldn't allow myself to really take myself there to a depressive state, an angered state. Um, it was just because my trust was just really like, really, really grounded in God. And I think for me personally, it goes back to the thing of like, I always go back to the scripture where you say like, prove me now, prove me now. And anytime like I go through something like that, where it feels like I'm possibly, especially by, you know, people, I'm going to say something else, but especially by people trying to reject you. It's just like, I know that God has like, when I prove like, when I, when I, you know, prove God to be who he is, like it's so much that I could just focus on to be thankful for than mm-hmm. to be and I know that's sometimes easier said than done and I've even shared like you know with some other girlfriends I was like I think that when I went through the rejection that God had put me in a position where I still didn't feel an impact where somebody else if they had possibly gone through that same thing you know their their experience would have been a little bit different like I had already equipped equipped me for the rejection you know like he had yeah. already kind of advised me to do some things financially like socially um um even mentally like he had already kind of like just had started training me before I even got to that place that like huge monumental place of rejection so yes I have experienced it um but it hasn't gotten me thank god you know it hadn't gotten me to a place where I just felt like trash (laughs) to be honest um, yeah, I think sometimes temporary rejections, you know, like those rejections that seem kind of permanent don't really like affect me like that. But the ones that be like kind of temporary. When you say temporary, what do you mean? Like, for instance, um, like for instance, uh, I don't want to use this person, but I'm a user. Uh, there was a young lady at, at, at the church didn't know me, but like she rejected me, like, mm-hmm. you know, like she didn't know me, like we barely had conversations or anything, but she was just very like just harsh and hard. And I didn't really understand how to receive that because I knew it was unprovoked. 
I can definitely relate to that one. When you said permanent ones don't affect you, yeah. like when you use that as an example, I, I, I can definitely use that as an example too. Like those temporary rejections, because you try to figure out like... Like, dang, what happened? What did I do? <laughs> right. like, like, I literally, right. be, I be sitting there like, yeah, like, did what? I say something wrong? Yeah. Did I, did I look a certain way? But yeah. yeah. That's what, and I'm saying stuff like that. To mm-hmm. me, that... That hits a little bit harder. And I think the reason is, is because it doesn't have a foundation. So exactly. It's like nothing to ground the rejection on. Exactly. You know, so you'd be trying to figure out like, yo, what, what, what happened? happened? Yeah. You know, like, I don't, I don't, and I'm looking at me like, did I, was my breath stink? Was yeah. I, like, did I do something? Mm-hmm. You know? And I couldn't, I can't put my finger on it. So yeah. those play in my head more so than the ones that I like permanent. Like, you know, you're not going back to it. I, I, yeah. Cause I have like, that really triggered some thoughts in my head because I know for me, like, it's stuff that I think about from, like, years bo- years ago. Like, where it's like, you still, like, it'll just pop up in your head and you're like, wait, why did that, You like, to this day, I still don't know why certain things happened or why. I, I feel like me and Sylvester was talking about it the other day. Like, I was talking about a, a particular friendship that ended and I was like, I still don't know why. Yeah. Like it still don't make sense to me. Yeah. Because their reasoning had nothing to do with <laughs> anything. Anything. Yeah. Like it it because I don't want to go into detail of what it was. It had to do with him though, mm. Sylvester. So and I was like, but but this still don't make sense, you know. Yeah. So but um yeah, I know for me, definitely the rejections, the temporary rejections still, like to this day, sometimes I'll just be sitting there thinking and I'm like, I don't know. And I think yeah. that's just something with me and God where I just have to like release certain things like, you know what, whatever, you know, but um, I don't think they affect me as much as it did before. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's sometimes the thoughts still come up. Um and then I personally feel like some, sometimes when the thoughts come up, it it's it's triggered by, let's say, something more recent. Mm-hmm. So your reasoning trying to, well, maybe, I guess trying to reason, like if something happened currently, is it because, is it a repeated pattern that I've done or something like that? And a lot of times it's not. It's just that I just can't explain it. So, Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's so interesting because when I hear temporary rejection, the rejections that come to mind for me, which in my mind are kind of rejection, is not getting my way. Mm -hmm. And I think that for some people, not getting your way isn't always rejection Mm -hmm. per se, but it can feel like rejection. And I think that Mm -hmm. it can also cause the things that Denisa named, like, you know, anger and anxieties mm-hmm. and all of those things. And I mean, I'm talking things as small as like, and may, I don't know if Ayana can identify with this because she's married too, but like being in the bed and being like, hey, can you go downstairs and get me some water? And it's like, no, I'm not getting out of the bed. You need to go get yourself some water. And it's like, ooh, <laughs> I feel rejected. But it's like, but that's technically not rejection but for me it kind of feels like it because it's like dang dude i just asked you for one thing right like i can't can you just do this can you not be difficult in this moment (laughs) and so so, yeah yeah. and so i think like in my life when i think about rejection i think of things as small as that where i don't get something i want Mm -hmm. or i'm not received in the way that i want Mm. And now I feel rejected. Okay. Um, so I, I, of course, I can say yes. 
And I feel like the small things in marriage where I don't get what I want or I ask for something and it doesn't go the way that I want it to go to the big things. Like, you know, Lauren said where I've like been laid off before and it's like, well, dang, I thought I did everything. A great mm-hmm. job. And y'all just gonna let me go. Um, you know, those types of things. So yes, definitely felt rejected in many forms. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna answer because I wanted to know how y'all got over that or if you don't get over it either way. But I'm gonna talk about a man. Cause y'all y'all play cute and y'all talk about friends and jobs and stuff that I'm, I'm not kidding. I'm gonna talk about a man. <laughs> and I get it. Those are great. So I'm actually gonna be really transparent in this moment. So about a year or two, actually probably two closer to two years ago, two or three years ago, like I felt like the Holy Spirit was telling me to get to know somebody, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah, oh, this person's not my type, you know, like, oh, I don't really want to get to know them. Like, but I felt the urge to get to know them. And I was like, okay. So when God and I were talking about it, to be to be clear, he never told God never told me that this person was my husband. Other people told me that this person was my husband. God did tell me to get to know this person. Mm-hmm. And the other people don't. Okay, yeah, I'm getting to that too. I'm getting to that too. <laughs> getting to that too. But um, when he told me to get to know this person, I was like, wow. I don't, I, like, I, there's, when I say zero desire, there was zero desire. So I'm like, okay. But I hear stories about how Ayana didn't like you know, her husband initially. You know, you, you, right. know, you hear the stories. I'm like, okay, well, we'll see what happens. So I asked this person to like lunch, right? Right. Okay. He was like, well, see, something very just generic, very just... Like maybe. Right, right. And I don't get maybes. It just, that's just, you know, putting right. that out there. <laughs> if you so, if you shooting your shot, you know it's going in correct. from the shoot. Correct. So this was my first experience with rejection, or mm-hmm. so to speak. And, I, and I'll say that God had to show me, like, um, he was like, what did you write down in the person that you wanted, right? And I wrote down, and I was like, oh... These traits, this person had does have these traits. So mm-hmm. maybe this is why you're telling me to get to know this person. And so I would always wonder why if I offered to get to know this person or offer for lunch or whatever the case may be, they're just very generic, didn't want to. I was like, oh, I feel rejected. A, a few months go by and I can tell that this person is dating, right? Mm-hmm. And I thought I, it was like a, a, a it year been, or It could have so, been. Yeah. It could have been. It I'm trying not minute. to talk like long. But yeah. anyway, it could have been. Was it a I, I feel like it was a minute after. It was swift to me. I, either way, I'm gonna <laughs> say. I, that I mean, the only person that knows is them two people. Yeah. yeah. True, true, true. People still piece No, I, I'm talking about like from, from your the time experience. I, I had the thought to yeah, when to they win. started dating yeah. someone. Yeah, I'm yeah. just saying, people still piecing my timeline together. So all I'm saying is, don't nobody know me. Don't true, nobody true. Know. That's true. true. And I remember seeing glimpses, and I would tell my friends, "I think this person is dating this person." Mm-hmm. And initially, you know, my friends were like, "No, no, no, I'm telling y'all they dated." He, they ended up being, you know, dating this person. Long story short, they're engaged to this person to be married to this person. Mm-hmm. And for the life of me, it bothered me, like because I felt rejection. So to the point of me looking up stuff, I'm like, I've never felt this way before. And mm-hmm. why do I feel this way about somebody I didn't even like to begin with? Mm-hmm. What is this, right? Like, mm-hmm. God, you got to help me with this, right? Um, and then too, I was like, okay, Lord, were you one sending signs and sending people to me telling me that this is it, but this person is with somebody else. This can't be it. Like, what is this about? And God had to literally show me. He said, I never told you that. I told you to get to know this person. Yep. And he literally took it piece by piece and broke down. And he was like, what's the character of the person that confirmed it? And I was like, eh. 
It's giving and, questionable. And, correct. And then there were another person too, also. So I had I questioned. I was like, okay, yeah. He was like, so I wasn't in that. I wasn't in that. So you shouldn't feel rejected mm-hmm. because I wasn't in that. Correct. I told you just get to know the person. Correct. Now whatever happens after that, you know. Correct. And then God also showed me. He's like, you sitting aside and putting yourself down for somebody I never told you to to put yourself on pause for. So not only. Or you you have these feelings of rejections or for somebody that you never should have had it for. You've set your side off the mark. You put yourself off the market, essentially. Or not off the market. But you didn't put any time into people who wanted to get to know you. Mm, because... You were trying to get to know this person. Correct. And I myself never told you that this was it. Right. So you're feeling anger or you're feeling whatever this is. Why? And I'm sitting there just like, okay, God. So sometimes we, we feel rejected because that's what we put on ourselves. Yeah. Not even necessarily because somebody rejected us. Yeah. And God literally was like, you know, that doesn't mean that you aren't the best. You aren't the best for this person. Who I send for you will be a godsend, not just a godly or a good man. It will mm-hmm. be a godsend man. That's not your godsend man. And so literally after that revelation, it was like such a peace mm-hmm. that I cannot even explain. Mm hmm. So I know sometimes as women, it's like we don't talk about rejection for men. And that was my, to be honest with you, that was the first time I experienced that. So I had a little, you know, it was a little blow to my little ego. Yeah, yeah. But either way, you know, it's okay. But God had to like show me. And honestly, it was the first time I was vulnerable enough with him in a relationship space to be like, this is what I feel. Right. Yeah. And I've never felt this way. I appreciate your transparency. Sorry, yeah. Lauren. No, no, no. I was going to say, I think that's a good point to kind of touch on you know because i'm a single woman too and i feel like i don't know if it's the algorithm algorithming but it's like i get a i see a lot of things on social media where you see a lot of single women mentioning the fact that like they're not married Mm. or like you know where's my husband i'm 30 something years old and he's nowhere in sight and it does in that space it does feel like you are being rejected it Mm -hmm. feels like there is no one out there in in a way like you can be the most popular chick in like a group of friends, but yet still suffer from like a social uh, deficiency in a relationship point that still can bring you to those five points of rejection that you mentioned. Mm -hmm. So I think it is like what you said. It's like, I guess what you're choosing to accept for your life versus not. And, and in a completely transparent, I'm going to be transparent. You know, in this moment, I remember asking God, I said, God, in your plan for my life, Am I going to be married? Because if I'm not, take the desire away. Yeah. Because I'm finna live it up. Yeah. Like literally take, and I, that was legit my prayer. I was like, I need you to tell me. I don't need, I don't, you don't need to tell me the timeline. <laughs> you ain't got to tell me how he look. You ain't got to tell me none of that. Just tell me, is it going to happen? If it's going to happen, cool. I'll keep the desire. But if it's not going to happen, take that junk away. I ain't got time to be focusing That's on good. that desire. You know, like. I, it's a lot of other stuff I can be doing. I, if I know, if you tell me, nah, that's not the plan I have for you, I'll be traveling. I'll be taking my money. I mean, I'm still going to travel. But it's just like, you, you be know. doing different things. Right. Doing different things. It would be different. rich auntie vibes. No, legit. <laughs> not preparing and to I, wife and Exactly. <laughs> legit. And that was that was my prayer because I was just like, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be over here, you know, thinking about that thing constantly. And if that's not the plan you have for me, mm-hmm. you know, so I think that's great to mention that, you know, about what does rejection look like, even in relationships, because there can physically not be a person there that you're crushing on. Mm -hmm, You just have the desire of it Mm -hmm. and you still feel rejected, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's real. Yeah. That's good. I wanted to say, I mean, since we kind of got a little pause here, 
Um, I was, it's so funny that you mentioned like us doing the topic of rejection because I literally went to Isaiah uh, 40 and 31. I want to make sure I got to pull it up real quick, real quick, quick. Uh, come on now. Maybe trying to ask you to do surveys and you like, look, man. Do you love the Bible? Right. Do you love the Bible? <laughs> Am I on it? Come on. You know, I love it if I'm on it. But um, it's Isaiah 40 verse. Let me go to 31. Scroll down, scroll down, scroll down. Okay. It said, but those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. And I'm going to compare that to what the message version says. Why would you even complain, oh, Jacob, or whine, Israel, saying God has lost track of me? He doesn't care what happens to me. Don't you know anything? Haven't you been listening? God doesn't come and go. God lasts. He's creator. All you can see or imagine. He doesn't get tired out. He doesn't pause to catch his breath. And he knows everything inside and out. He energizes those who get tired, gives fresh strength to those who drop out. For even young people tire and drop out. Young folk in their prime stumble and fall. But those who wait upon God get fresh strength. They spread their wings and soar like eagles. They run and don't get tired. They walk and don't lag behind. I wanted to mention that scripture because that was actually a scripture I like honed in on on my personal Bible study about rejection because I feel like sometimes we think that God has like lost track of us. Like, you know, we're praying, we're asking God for things like it's not happening in our timeline. It seems like it's nowhere near like close to us. Mm -hmm. And we're just like we're feeling rejected. You know, and we're feeling like, like, God, you say you say you're my father, but yet you're not hearing me like, mm -hmm. you know, because I'm still going through this thing every single day. And I, uh, I, I think it was actually Pastor Dollar. And I know that uh, I have a video on my personal social media where I was talking about like um, God performing the miracle of uh, the disciples being on in the boat and um the storms had began to rage and Jesus was asleep and they were, they had gotten frantic to the point. They was just like, God, like, you know, why aren't you delivering us out of this boat? Like, you know, you, do you see that we're about to die? And God just woke up and said, peace be still. And in the video, I said that like, you know, I thought it was very interesting that God in his miracle, he did not deliver them out of the sea, but that the miracle brought peace. And in conjunction with that, Pastor Dollar said something uh, for New Year's where he was talking about um, Shadrach, Meshach, and a bad Negro. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but how they went into the fiery furnace and how he even said, you know, that with that particular miracle, too, that when they lit the flames up, you know, I think 10 times hotter, that the miracle did not deliver them out of the furnace. The miracle was that God joined them in the furnace, right? Mm. And so I feel like sometimes in our spaces of like rejection, we're looking for deliverance out of the situation, mm -hmm. you know? Right. Like when we talk about singleness, when we talk about, you know, getting fired from a job or something like that, or, you know, it, whatever the case may be, you know, you're looking for that situation to be poof, be gone. Like I'm not experiencing that. But do you understand the miracle if, you're not going through the trial. Right. So for me, it's like I've realized that in places of rejection, look for the presence of God in that because 
in that, like God literally, he's performing the miracle, but he needs, he needs the, he needs the, the, the place of rejection as, as sort of like a, a catalyst to kind of use so that he can show you his power because it's crazy to be in a storm, but yet you have peace. Right. You know, it's crazy to be in a place that's supposed to burn you 10 times harder, but yet you're walking with God am- amongst the fire. Like, so I, I just in that, like the, the revelation I receive, you know, when going through rejection is sometimes, like I said, not necessarily looking for the miracle for you to be displaced out of that place, but for the miracle to be, what does your position look or what does, how does your disposition look or how does God equip you to even go through it. Mm. You have to go through it. You can't go around it. Like that, it just don't, it just don't really work like that. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Were you about to say something? Just that I love that. <laughs> I love that too, because another thing that God showed me, which I, like my whole heart, just like, I, my whole saying now is my heart swelled. I'd be saying that all the time. Where did you pick that up from? I don't know, but you know, my heart swelled. <laughs> <laughs> what God showed me also is that like, um, like I said before, like I had never experienced rejection in that, in that way anyway. And God showed me it's because you are able to hear me and you are able to see me. So you know how to pick your people. Mm. And your people pick you based on what I say. Right. So it's not that it's not you, it's not me. So I was like, oh, okay, God. So instead of, you know, sometimes if, if you're listening, whether you're, because you can deal with rejection with family, you can deal with rejection with friendships. There are so many different ways to look at it instead of internalizing it and focusing, you know, on yourself and something being wrong with you. It's not you. It's just, it's not God. Mm-hmm. And it, if it's not him, it's never going to be for you. That's just helped me yeah. to like, oh, okay, God. So it's really, it's just, it's not what your will is. Yeah. And that is okay. Yeah. yeah. That reminds me of that quote people say where it's like rejection is God's protection. protection. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. that sometimes the closed door is God redirecting you somewhere yeah. else where it's like exactly what you said, Denise. So you were never supposed to be here in the first place. Yeah. So. Yeah. I heard uh, Carrie Washington say something too. Um, there's like this book that I love that Oprah um, had and it's called like the path made clear, but pretty much it's like Oprah interviewing all these like phenomenal actors and actresses. And like, they're giving you these quotes of life. And one of them was Carrie Washington. And she said that God has three answers. He says, yes, he says, no, or he says, um, no, I have something better. Mm. And I feel like sometimes when we're going through like a rejection place, we forget we hear the no, but we don't hear, I have something better. better. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's yeah. Good. And I, and you, when you say that, it reminded me of something that Anissa was saying in terms of like best for. And one of the things that I feel like God showed me in a season of rejection, so to speak, in a relationship standpoint is it's never someone is better than someone else. You know what I mean? Like God loves all of us. Everyone has special giftings, anointings, talents, abilities, all of those things. But there are things and people who are better for you. And just because something is better for you, it doesn't mean it's better than somebody else. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so it's it's better for you. There are things that you look and say, oh, you know, I feel like he's better than this guy. But it's like, no, this guy over here is better for you. Mm -hmm. And I think that sometimes from a rejection standpoint, it's very important to remember, like, and that goes back to that 
trickle down effect of the jealousy standpoint that when God delivers what's for you, it's going to be better for you than something else. Mm -hmm. So I think that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. Mic drop. (laughs) Um, Well, I pray that something that was said today blessed you, especially if you've been in a space of feeling rejection. Um, I feel led to pray over people who feel rejected, which is weird. I don't always feel that, but I feel led to do that. So we're going to do that really quick. Mm-hmm. Father God, I just thank you for every single woman, any person, Lord God, who would hear this episode, Lord, under the sound of my voice. I pray that if that person feels rejected in this moment, that you come into their heart, that you give them peace, Lord God, that your presence is literally something that fills the void that they fill of whatever it is that they think they're missing out on. Lord, we thank you that your word says that you would never leave us nor forsake us, that you're with us even until the ends of the earth that neither height nor depth, angels nor demons can separate us from your love. And so we are never rejected by you. And for that, we say thank you right now, Lord God. I just pray a special blessing over anyone whose heart is broken over rejection from a relationship standpoint. I thank you, Father God, that your word says that you are comfort, that you are near to the brokenhearted. And right now, Lord God, we just ask that they would have joy unspeakable. We love you, Lord God, and we thank you for them and their life. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Thank you. Amen. 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 All right. Um, If this is your first episode, thank you so much for checking us out. Please be sure to hit subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're listening to. Make sure you're following us on social media, on Instagram, at Save Girl Secrets. And if you have a secret or something that you want to send to us, be sure to send us a secret letter to savegirlsecrets at gmail.com. Or you can leave us a voice. Is it a voice note? Yeah, voice note, voice message. Yes, voice note, voice message. If you click the link in our bio on Instagram, there is a link there so that you can leave us one. As a matter of fact, shout out to Nicole who left us one not too long ago. Thank you, girl. We're going to get them sweatshirts to you eventually, okay? (laughs) Um, But yes, thank you so much for tuning in. We love you. Good God bless you. Bye. Bye.